A recent American Journal of Medicine study revealed that patient-initiated second opinions led to changes in diagnosis and treatment in a staggering 40% of participants. What's driving this problem, and how can you help your clients be sure they aren't part of that 40%? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. This episode of Shift Shapers is brought to you by Benazon Healthcare Advocacy. Your clients and their employees expect more service, more responsiveness, and more help than ever before. You need to focus on building your book. How do you do both? Benazon. To learn more, go to benazon.com or click the Benazon logo at the top of the shiftshapersonline.com page. How can you be the first to know about each week's podcast and get on the list for special listener-only content? It's simple. Go to shiftshapersonline.com and click the subscribe button. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're talking with Dr. Lewis Levy. Dr. Levy is Senior Vice President for Medical Affairs and Chief Quality Officer at Best Doctors. And Best Doctors has been around for a while. Some of you may recall that I wrote about it in one of my columns some years back. And the service is, if anything, even more relevant today than it's ever been. And it was plenty relevant before. So we thought we'd get Dr. Levy on the program and chat with him a little bit about the firm, what they do, what they've learned, and how it might apply to you. So with that, welcome, Dr. Levy. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Let's level set and start at the very beginning. How did Best Doctors come about? How was it founded and why? Sure. Uh, so Best Doctors was founded over 27 years ago by two professors at Harvard Medical School, Dr. Ken Falchuk and Dr. Jose Halperin who saw a need to basically extend the efforts of experts to a global population of individuals. So in the beginning, many doctors from around the world who knew about Dr. Halpern and Dr. Falchuk would simply send them cases, paper files, pathology slides, radiology, films. And doctors Falchuk and Halpern basically were putting these cases together and bringing them to who they saw as top experts in the Boston area. Over time, Best Doctors has now developed a global database of top experts, and we currently have our services to over 30 million individuals around the world. But despite the enormous growth of the company over the past 27 years, the mission has remained constant. And that mission is really to connect the world to the best minds in medicine. So one way to think about best doctors is that you have patients, and these might be folks that are living in Amsterdam or Sydney or Mumbai, and these individuals have medical problems. And as you well know, there are a whole number of obstacles that may be in the way of that individual accessing who really would be the top expert in their field to address their concerns. Programs such as the Best Doctors program really serve to connect the individual with the problem 
with the doctor who would best be able to answer the questions of those problems. So is this just kind of a a bunch of folks who can ask for second opinions, or does it go deeper than that? Great question. The uh, Best Doctors uh, program basically is a service that is directed both towards patients as well as towards clinicians. Depending upon where the Best Doctors program has been incorporated, it has been incorporated as part of various insurance programs where providers would have access to our services. It is also offered as part of an employee benefit program such that individuals could access the services of our company for themselves and for their family members. So can you give us an example of a case that might illustrate how the service is accessed and why? Sure, I'd be happy to do so. Uh, My own clinical background is practicing general medicine in the Boston area for the past 28 years and also teaching at Harvard Medical School. And I must say that coming from a clinical background, I've uh, been very impressed by the ability of a program such as Best Doctors, which one can think of as a virtual second opinion type program, is able to get at really the heart of medical concerns. And I do believe that part of the reason that Best Doctors is able to do this is both in terms of the meticulousness with which we go about case preparation and also access to these great minds in medicine in the Best Doctors database. So how do we do what we do and what would be a good case example? Well, there was an individual who recently came to Best Doctors who was suffering from what was thought to be a very aggressive cancer of the cervix, a poorly differentiated adenocarcinoma. And this woman had a very large mass. Uh, She was receiving extensive chemotherapy, and she simply wasn't getting better. She worked at a company that offered Best Doctors as a service offering, so she held up her hand and contacted us to see what help we could be. The first step of our process is a very extensive clinical intake where a doctor at Best Doctors will interview the individual and get at the full medical history. When did she begin treatment? What sorts of treatments has she been having? And what types of difficulties is she currently experiencing? Following that extensive intake, we go about collecting all of the medical data. We collect medical records. We collect medical imaging. We actually collect the pathology glass slides upon which the initial diagnosis was made, and we even collect fresh slices from the original tumor blocks just to verify the accuracy of the initial diagnosis. What we have found over our case experience is that 18% of the time, the pathology diagnosis is incorrect. Well, that step about verifying the pathology made all the difference in this particular case because what was found was that this individual, in fact, did not have cancer of the cervix, but that tumor had actually started in the large bowel. So this woman actually had colon cancer, and the chemotherapy that she was receiving, which wasn't working very well, was a chemotherapy regimen that was really directed towards cancer of the cervix, not cancer of the colon. So 
because she had access to best doctors, she was able to be put on the right path, get on the right chemotherapy, and has had a rather dramatic clinical response in terms of the tumor just rapidly shrinking as a result of being on the right medication. It's a very compelling story, but I'm, I'm stuck on the statistic. Almost one in five pathology diagnoses are incorrect. That is correct. That part of our process is really taking a look at that initial glass slide and also going to the original tumor blocks to just verify the accuracy of the pathologic diagnosis. Within the past year, there was a journal article looking not at the best doctor's experience, but looking at breast biopsies and had similar statistics in terms of diagnostic accuracy. Are those the most common diseases that you guys get called about and where you find huge variations between initial diagnosis and what the correct diagnosis is? Or are there other conditions that are kind of at the top of the list? Right. Best doctors, I'd say that if you looked at our book of business, what types of cases come into our doors, I would say that the top conditions would be hematology, oncology, such as the case we talked about, musculoskeletal conditions. Many individuals will reach out to us prior to deciding whether or not going ahead with an elective surgical procedure is the right thing for them to do, or if they may be suffering from chronic pain. Neurologic conditions are also a very large area for us, as well as GI illnesses. And now, a word from our sponsor. Today, you're being pulled in multiple directions. Employers want you to deliver a higher level of service and employee satisfaction, and you want more time to grow your business. How do you do both? Benazon Healthcare Advocacy is the answer. Benazon helps plan members understand, utilize, and maximize their health plan and answers their benefits questions while you improve productivity, increase client retention, and grow your book. The best part about partnering with Benazon is that your agency gets all the credit. Clients see your logo, while the Benazon team of subject matter experts work to ensure resolution to specific member information and service requests. Each agency gets a dedicated telephone number and year-round, 24-7 customer support that answers the phone with your agency name. Turn your benefit on with Benazon. For more information, go to www.benazon.com or click their logo on the Shift Shapers website. Benazon, healthcare as it should be. Now, back to our interview. There was an American Journal of Medicine study that did talk specifically about the findings that you folks report. And a couple of stats are equally frightening, and maybe you can speak to some of them. We've already talked about changes in diagnosis, but it was almost 15% of the nearly 7,000 patient-initiated second opinions that they looked at in that study, but 37.4% were changes in diagnosis. Changes in diagnosis and treatment were 41%, and changes in both were 10.6%. Dr. Levy, that's frightening. Yeah, well, I think that one thing I do uh, like to stress is that I don't want people to come away, you know, thinking that doctors are, you know, incapable of getting at the right diagnosis or the right treatment option. And I do believe that one aspect of our program that I think is very important to consider 
is the engagement of our program into populations. And what do I mean by that? Programs such as the Best Doctors Program are not applied randomly to a population. So it's not as though if we have a large Fortune 100 company that we randomly assign one out of every five case to the Best Doctors Program, but rather we are communicating the program to individuals who may be experiencing diagnostic uncertainty, who may be experiencing an inability to get better despite the treatment that they are receiving in their local area. So this is what we would call a heavily biased patient population that is coming into the Best Doctors Program. But normally when one hears that word bias, it is seen as a negative attribute. But I think that in this case, it's actually a positive attribute. These individuals are suffering despite being cared for by some great doctors locally. So what makes the difference in terms of the Best Doctors program and why can Best Doctors get it right, whereas local doctors can sometimes be struggling with the same cases? And I would say that it's really two factors. One, the modern world of medicine has gotten very fast. The ability to gather all of the relevant clinical data in a comprehensive way, which can sometimes take actually a week or two with a highly skilled medical records department that we have at Best Doctors, that ability to just get all the facts on the table is hard. And unfortunately, it's very time-consuming and something that doesn't happen nearly as often as it should. Even in the day of the electronic medical record, there is huge issues around information fragmentation such that hospitals that might be literally across the street from each other don't share data, have different EMRs, and individuals who may be receiving their care at multiple offices and institutions, their medical history is quite simply fragmented. So one thing that Best Doctors does, and I say does quite well, is really bringing all the pieces together. The other issue is really around being very determined around who is going to be reviewing the case. So an individual might be having significant problems with esophageal spasm, but the gastroenterologist that they might be seeing could be quite knowledgeable in terms of inflammatory bowel diseases, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, but might not be a super expert in terms of dealing with esophageal spasm, particularly cases of esophageal spasm that are not responding to routine first-line treatments. So I think that another key aspect of a program such as Best Doctors is not only getting all of that information together, but then directing the case to really a top expert in terms of the disorder. How much of a role has technology and the ability to use that technology to do just-in-time or real-time data analytics played into the ability for you guys to do your jobs and to do them better than you did even a few years ago? Right. Technology is a huge factor of our service offering. Uh, Currently, uh, Best Doctors is increasingly enabling technology to help speed the time with which we are able to get medical information into the house. How do we do this? Well, right now, there is 
a growing availability of being able to directly bring in electronic medical record data right into Best Doctors so that one doesn't have to go through the steps of printouts and faxes. We can get right into the medical record in terms of data extracts. We are also using technology in terms of dramatically expediting the case turnaround times in terms of our technology platform. We are also using technology and analytics in terms of having a more proactive method of patient engagement. What does that mean? That means that we are able to bring in vast stores of information in terms of claims data, EMR data, pharmacy records, and bring that into our centralized applications where we are now able to identify individuals that we know are going to make very good use of our services. So rather than waiting for the individual to call us, we can connect with them either directly or through their doctor's office so that they can avail themselves of our services. Dr. Levy, one of the things that we talk about an awful lot on the podcast, and of course it's in the news and it's a big driver, is cost. Do you have any data that shows a reduction in cost by virtue of what you folks do with patients? Yes, we have a lot of data, and I should have mentioned that one step that we take with all of our cases is to do a cost analysis. While the primary driver of the Best Doctors program is really along the lines of medical quality, we all know that a third of every healthcare dollar is spent on medical overuse or misuse of funds. And we do know that there is a positive return on investment in terms of our clinical program. How do we know this? Because every case that goes through the Best Doctors program has that detailed financial analysis. So if, for instance, an individual is suffering with cervical radiculitis, pinched nerve in the neck, and has been told that they do require a multi-level spine surgery on their neck, come through the Best Doctors program, want to know, is that really the case? If we do that analysis and it is determined by some of our top neurosurgeons that that might have been an overly aggressive recommendation, we have a clinical follow-up program as well as the ability to do a claims-based verification of outcome. And if it is determined that that individual who did go through the Best Doctors program and that who did receive the recommendation that surgery may not be necessary, if they go ahead and cancel their surgical procedure, we would say that that is a cost savings that has resulted from the implementation of our program. So we would look at the avoided medical cost in terms of that elective surgical procedure that was canceled as well as looking at the cost that that individual may have incurred in terms of their physical therapy. And that's what we report out and back to the clients that have elected to have their services offered uh, to their employee populations. In the minute or so that we have left, we always like to wrap up by asking our guests how they envision the future. What do you see in the near and long term? Great question. I would see that through an expanding use of technology and analytics, we are going to be able to dramatically increase the value of our program in terms of targeting great cases to come through this type of comprehensive review 
and we are going to be able to expedite the time of the medical review in terms of having greater operational efficiencies through the use of technological solutions. Great answer. Dr. Lewis Levy, Senior VP of Medical Affairs and Chief Quality Officer at Best Doctors. Dr. Levy, thanks for sharing your expertise with the Shift Shapers audience. Oh, thanks so much for allowing me to participate in this forum today. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of the Saltzman Group. We work with entrepreneurs, executives, and companies just like you to help shape the shifts in your business. To schedule a 20-minute call to learn more, visit our website at thesaltsmangroup.com or call me directly at 803-386-8005. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're on our site, you can also click the podcast tab for the entire catalog of Shift Shapers episodes and to access some really great special offers. Give me a call at 803-386-8005 and learn how to put the secrets of the Shift Shapers to work in your business. 